Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Missing Piece. Paul here, riding solo, going to take you back on a little story to, uh, to illustrate some principles, a little story back from the gym days. And so, as anybody our age knows, if you're, if you're roughly my age, I'm 38, if you're, well, plus or minus five, 10 years of that, you probably understand that when you go to a gym, you sign up and you put a credit card down and they bill your credit card every single month. You probably know how this, how that works. In fact, everybody knows that's how that works. And so every once in a while, when I was, it, you know, owning and operating my gym, I would get somebody who'd come in and sign up and they'd be like, Hey, you know what? They'd look at me like, I, I, I'm going to hook you up. Right. They'd be like, I'm going to write you a check. I know how those credit card processing fees are. And, and they, <laughs> they would sell it to me as if they were doing me a solid, right? As if they were hooking me up by saving me that one and a quarter percent on my credit card merchant account. And it's funny because it was a little charade we had to play. And I didn't have, quite frankly, the balls at the time to just stand up and be like, no, dude, it's credit card or it's nothing. Uh, I had to pretend like they were hooking me up. Like, oh, yeah, you know, save me some money. Now, guys, the gym membership was was $200. Okay. And so 1.5% of that is $3. So $3 a month per client, let's just call it. I had about 200 clients. So, so, so if everybody paid with a credit card, they will come out to a, a total of $600 per month. Okay. $600. $600 for me to not have to worry about it. For, ne- for me to not have to chase down 200 individual cash or check payments. That's a good deal. I'll, I'll, I'll pay that all day long. Right. But you know, when, when I would get these people who'd come in and do that, I have to play along with them. I have to play the charade. Oh yeah. You're hooking me up. And you know, the charade and it was a charade in, in what was behind it when neither one of us were saying was that, uh, what, what this person was saying and I was playing along with was I'm going to quit. That's what they were saying. I'm going to quit I'm actually not committed enough to even go more than one month. And I don't want to have an awkward conversation with you in 28 days begging you to not charge my credit card. So I'm just going to write you a check. I'm going to pretend like I'm hooking you up, saving you a few bucks on your merchant account fee. Uh, and, And then, you know, I'm going to come for a week, two or three. And then at about week three, I'm going to get super embarrassed about the fact that I'm going to quit. So I'm just going to disappear and not show up with next month's check. And that's, you know, maybe there was one or two exceptions to that rule, but by and large, that's what it was. 
by and large, that's what it was. And what the reason I bring that up is because there are people in this world who go all in on themselves, all in on investing in themselves, in their health, in how they feel, right? In their education, in their skill sets. There's people who understand that the number one investment you can make is in yourself. And there are people on the other side of that equation who view investing in themselves, who view their fitness, their health, the clothes they wear, um, the classes and courses they take, the books they read as decadent luxuries, as something that they will do with leftover money. And, you know, it's obvious when you're not all in on yourself. It's obvious to everyone around you. And I guess that's that's why I wanted to start with that story is because, you know, to me, I, again, I played along with those people. I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're hooking me up, saving me a few bucks by writing me a check. But it was obvious to me. And it was it was even obvious to them. They just couldn't even they just they just literally couldn't even verbalize like I'm not really committed to this. You know, and. And it's obvious to everybody when you don't go all in on yourself. And the thing is, there's this switch that flips inside you. Fear and scarcity and guilt and shame, they go away when you realize that investing in yourself and building yourself up through any number of ways, fitness, education, skill set, these are, this is the only way that you can actually become who you were supposed to become. And even though you are quote unquote spending money on these decadent luxuries, things like a gym or a, or a coach to learn how to take care of yourself, it's actually not an expenditure. It's an investment that's going to pay dividends over years and years to come. It's the only thing that can never be taken away from you. It's the only investment that can't be wiped away by, you know, the stock market or economic crashes. If you have skill sets, if you have your health, if you have education and you know how to do something, that can never be taken away from you. And so you are the smartest, healthiest, safest investment you can make. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that a crazy paradigm shift? And you become bulletproof. You become recession-proof. It's impossible to shake you because you know that you've created skills and you've built yourself up in such a way that you create value for the world. And so regardless of what happens, you're going to find your place and you're going to build the life that you want to build regardless of external circumstances. And I want to share that with you today, Friday after Thanksgiving. Many of us are looking at the year behind us, right? And going, okay, what, what happened this year? What, what, what did I move forward on? What did I accomplish? Was this a good year? 
And even more importantly, many of us are looking forward into the next year. What do I want to bring into the world next year? What do do I want to create in my life? What kind of life do I want to create? Those are two different things, right? Um, I mean, they're they're two different things. They're one and the same. There's what, what, what do I want to create in my life in terms of, you know, income and business and relationships? And what is the life I want to create? What do I want to do with myself day to day? And I think many of us, many of us, what we see in our head for what we want and what we're actually doing day to day is probably, there's, a, there's probably a pretty significant gap there for, for many of us. If we look at how we want to be spending our time and our energy and what kind of physical environment we want to live in, what kind of relationships we want to have, if we look at those things and we look at how we'd like them to be in an ideal world, how we'd like them to be in the new year in 2022 and where we're at now with them, there's probably a pretty big gap for a lot of people in at least one of those areas. And sometimes it feels impossible to close the gap. You're like, yeah, you know, I'd love to have more relationships right? More friends. I'd love to be tighter with my family. I'd love to spend more time with my kids. I'd love to call my parents and talk on the phone a little bit more, but I don't cause I'm busy. That isn't, that's something I do with leftover time. You see in the parallel here, I would love to work out. I would love to learn how to take care of my body, but that's something I do with leftover money and leftover time. I would love to build a business that serves my life, that fosters the creativity that I want to bring forth into the world, that takes the vision that I have in my head and makes it a reality. I want to do that, but I'm too busy in, in a career where I feel kind of stuck and plateaued in. So that business building, I'm just going to have to find scraps of leftover time and energy to put towards that. Those relationships, friends, family, whatever. I'm busy, man. If I got some leftover time. Maybe I'll spend it on that. As opposed to, <laughs> I'm going to take, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to take some energy. I'm going to take some money off the top. I'm not spending it. I'm investing that time, energy, money into myself, into my relationships, into my business, into my vision of what I want my life to look like. And if you can make that little subtle switch rather than spending what's left over, right? Rather than taking off the bottom line, I'm going to spend what's left over and rather saying, Hey, I'm going to grab off the top line and invest in myself, in my career, in my business, in my relationships. You're going to close the gap on the ideal you see in your head and where you're at now. You're going to close that gap rapidly. And it's terrifying at first. I'm not going to lie. If you've been conditioned to feel a certain level of stress, if you've been conditioned to put certain things first and foremost above yourself and above your humanity, right? Like your relation. Like here's here's what humans are. We're social creatures. 
that for sure we're, we're social apes, right? Like we live in tribes. Uh, we, we, we need community. We need relationships. That's, that's numero uno, right? But then what makes us different than apes is that we're creative. You know what I mean? We, 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 we are literally the only, only species on this world, on this planet, who looks into the future and says, I want to move in that direction. We're the only one who looks beyond survival on that point, to that point. And so we're social and we're creative beings. And so many of us have been conditioned to, to, to stuff that humanity down and become a little bit more machine-like, right? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my creativity, I'm going to put my humanity aside and put these things first. And these things could be all the little bullshit you do in your day-to-day that isn't really serving the vision you see in your head isn't really moving you towards it. And so whether that's work or what, Oh, that's my alarm going off. (laughs) Whether that's work, whether that is relationships, right? Like, Oh man, you know, I'm supposed to hang out with people from work and, and, you know, like I'm supposed to, you know, whatever network and not, and not whatever. Um, you know, friends aren't important. Right. Or maybe it's I, I, I have to put my kids above everything and I don't have time for my wife or whatever. There's certain conditions we have that or certain certain conditioning we may have that has flipped some things around. And that's why we're feeling that distance. And that's why we're feeling that gap between like, man, this is a perfect world. And this is where I'm at now. And it's impossible to close that gap. And so. I'm just going to say it one more time. In this new year, and it's not even the new year yet. I mean, whatever. In this time right now, December seems to be like a gap, right? Where it's kind of, you're kind of winding down one year. You really are looking forward to this next year. And if you're looking at what, what am I going to be? Who am I going to be in 2022? And what am I going to bring into reality? What am, what am I going to, how am I going to live my life? And you're sensing like, hey, I, I have this ideal version I have in my head of my life and I have where I'm kind of stuck right now. The switch that you can flip is to say, hey, I'm, I'm not going to take little scraps that are left over from the bottom line of time, energy and money and spend them on that vision. <laughs> Rather, I'm going to prioritize those. I'm going to take them right off the top line. And it's not an expenditure. It's an investment in who I want to become. And if you can do that, if you can do that, you will move your life further, faster than you've really ever experienced before. And not only that, but you will have crossed the Rubicon. You, have, you will have crossed a threshold, a point of no return, where once you experience what's that, what that's like, you won't be able to go back to deprioritizing your own growth. And so that I'm going to leave it there for today and just encourage you to not only craft that vision for next year of how you want to, who you want to be, how do you want to spend your time? How do you want to spend your energy? What do you want your relationships to look like? What are you going to create? Looking at that and just saying, Hey man, how can I prioritize all that? Because that's what we're here to do. You know, and every, every year that you're not spent 
really crafting that vision of a life that you see in your head is a year you're never going to get back. All right. So that's it for this Friday post Thanksgiving episode. Guys, if you have not done so already, we would love a review. Those really help us out. They help people find the podcast, all that good stuff. They help us just see what kind of content you find valuable. Um, and head on over to missingpeacepodcast.com. Join, join our free Facebook group. We're doing a ton of content in there right now. Um, we're actually going to start doing a different um, content giveaway every single week. So there'll be like a new guide or a new training. Um, just get just missingpeacepodcast.com. Go join this free Facebook group. And then we have a ton of other resources already linked up there. So I will see you over there and um, have a good one, guys. <laughs>